I haven't made a recording in a while. It's it's been such a crazy, un, unpredictable year. Where where do I start? I actually made a wedding cake for Jason and Melissa's wedding. I wasn't going to, but Melissa convinced me. Well, she actually sort of threatened me, along with Sophia. On the plus side, she said the wedding cake would count as our wedding gift to them. I was totally freaking out when we transferred the cake to the banquet hall table. When it started wobbling, my heart skipped a beat. Fortunately, the cake made it over in one piece. It was a fun wedding, but a little rowdy. Some of Melissa's friends got totally drunk in the reception. They were so loud, the DJ had to ask them to be quiet several times. I decided then and there, I don't want any alcohol served at my wedding. Surprisingly, Sophia didn't even have a mixed drink. She was happy drinking Martinelli's with me the entire time. I'm so happy for Jason. He's come a long way since I first met him. I don't know Melissa that well, but she seems very sweet and caring. I wish them all the best. I was able to do some Bible studies with Andrew. Unfortunately, he decided Christianity wasn't for him. Andrew likes the teachings of the Bible and believes I'm a good person. However, he had several bad experiences with Christians recently. He didn't offer many details, but he mentioned he was hassled by a group of young men last Sunday as he was walking by a church. Didn't Gandhi once say, I like your Christ, but not your Christians? Oh Lord, why do so many people take your name in vain? I respect Andrew's decision to stay Buddhist. We're still friends. We chat online a couple of times a week and swap vegetarian recipes. I'm still praying for Andrew. Caleb proposed to Jade at Disneyland, and she said yes. I thought he proposed to her while they were riding on Splash Mountain because he posted a picture that they take while you're at the top of the ride, and he was holding a sign that said, Marry me, Jade. Caden said that they took that photo for fun after the real proposal. Curse you, social media. Caden actually proposed in front of the castle. Just like Jason suggested, the photos from the proposal were incredible. Then the coronavirus happened. It felt like our lives changed overnight. Social distancing, wearing masks, mandatory orders to stay at home. No more sporting events or music concerts. We couldn't even go to church anymore. Thanks to technology, we were still able to have Bible studies on Zoom and attend church online. It's not the same. Interestingly, the leaders at my church were debating if it was worth having evangelistic meetings this year. Some of the leaders thought there weren't enough conversions to make it worth the expense. I didn't really like that line of thinking, but I get where they're coming from. However, after a month of online services, all the doubting leaders changed their tune. Everyone began praying for the day we can come back to church and worship together. This pandemic has taught me we take so much for granted. As if a pandemic was not enough to deal with, the murder of George Floyd sparked a massive wave of protest all over the country. Sophia wanted to go. She said she would understand if I felt uncomfortable going since it would be breaking curfew. However, I felt impressed I should go with her. Tensions were high at the protest. There were so many people jostling each other. I got separated from Sophia. 
a woman next to me got thrown to the ground by a police officer. I tried to help her up, but another police officer pepper sprayed me. I was able to shield my face, but a little bit still got through. It stings a lot. Although my eyes were burning and it was hard to see through the tears, I noticed a police officer was knocked to the ground. Angry protesters were descending upon him. But I saw a young black man stand between them. I somehow made my way over there and stood next to him. Now that I think about it, I probably could have gotten trampled or beaten up by that angry mob. A great injustice had taken place. A great injustice had taken place. But I feel very strongly that violence is not the answer. I took the man's hand and stood tall. I closed my eyes, expecting the worst. Then I felt someone take my hand. It was Sophia. She somehow found me in this chaos. And next to her was, was mom? What was she doing here? All of a sudden, more and more people started linking up hands with us. I saw Grace, I saw Andrew, I saw Aunt Becky, Uncle Mike, Heather, Jason, Melissa, Kaden, Jade, everyone. We formed a human barrier around the police officer and somehow repelled the protesters that wanted to hurt him. I then heard a familiar voice calling out for calm. It was Dad's voice. He was with the chief of police standing on the steps of City Hall. They both knelt down on one knee, then all the police officers followed suit. A lot of the protesters became confused by this scene. Mom knelt down on her knee. Sophia and I followed suit. Soon, all the protesters joined the police in kneeling. It suddenly got very quiet. A minute ago, this place seemed like a powder keg, ready to explode. But now, it was like everyone was filled with a sense of calmness. It was as if Satan and his demons were riling everyone up, but then Jesus came and drove them away. Dad prayed for George Floyd's family. He prayed for our black brothers and sisters suffering injustice. He also prayed for our police. I could feel the pain in his voice as he spoke. I also felt the presence of the Holy Spirit strengthening him, giving power to his words. We all sang Amazing Grace, then peacefully dispersed. I wish I could adequately describe that moment to you, but I can't. It's just something that will stay with me for the rest of my life. But just when things started to get more normal, Jade's mom began to pressure them to have a Catholic wedding. I don't know why, since neither Caden nor Jade are Catholic. Jade's parents aren't even devout Catholics themselves. Jade says her parents only go to Mass twice a year on Christmas and Easter. Jade's really stressing out over this issue. Her mom threatened to withhold her blessing and even boycott the wedding. I hope they can work it out somehow without compromising their beliefs. Heather's doing well. She told me she is closer to her parents now than ever before. Heather actually started an outreach ministry to her LGBTQ friends. Her parents offered to host the meetings at their house. Grace has been helping out by leading out in the meetings and giving Bible studies. Sophia and I are still together. It's been a wild roller coaster ride, but I'm feeling good about us. 
I know it's not the most ideal model you want to uphold to the church youth. I had a couple of church friends in similar situations who ended up leaving the church. Despite all our differences, Sophia and I are still running in the same direction. We're still running towards Jesus. I wasn't brave enough to say it before, but I can say it now. I love Sophia. I've been praying to God every night for guidance in our relationship. I've talked with my family and friends and asked for their advice. I truly believe Sophia is the right woman for me. I'm thinking of how to propose to her. I don't think I can top what Jason or Caden did, but I'm not worried about that. My proposal doesn't have to be epic. It just has to be thoughtful and special for her. I don't know if she'll say yes, but I won't be held back by fear anymore. This year has also been very hard on me personally. Dad passed away last month. We had patched up our relationship. I probably drove him crazy asking him questions about relationships and life in general, but but it felt good to talk to him. Dad accepted the health message and became a vegan of all things. He had a heart attack while he was working on a sermon at home. It was so sudden. Lord, why? Why do you have to die so soon? Why do you have to die so soon? Dad's funeral was attended by hundreds of people. I, I, I've never met most of them before. A lot of them were people he brought to Christ. Even more of them were people he personally helped in some way. A lot of them weren't even Christian. Dad helped them without trying to convert them. I didn't realize how many people's lives Dad touched. Mom asked me to give the eulogy. I was hesitant to do this at first. I, I, f I felt unworthy. I prayed all night for courage and a message I could share. When I cleared out Dad's desk the next morning, I found the last sermon he was working on. The title of the sermon, God is love. I felt the conviction of the Holy Spirit at that moment. This was it. I had to do this. I have come a long way since I decided to truly follow Jesus. It's funny how my journey began several years ago with a desire to eat healthier. I've learned and experienced a lot of things since then. If there is only one lesson I have learned, it is God is love. Jesus is coming soon. One day, our family will be reunited with Dad. I will see Kat again. Hopefully, I will see you too.
You have been listening to the Veggie Boy Project, a dramatization of a young man's desire for better health and how it led him to a journey into faith. This episode was written by Jennifer and David Quach. Narration and original music by Philip Pitcher. The voice of Liam was Justin Vung. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out Adventure Club Theater, where theater is the adventure. Available on iTunes and Google Podcasts.